listen, same vision is for equal rights and justice for the people, them. What's happening to this beautiful world that we're living in? World citizen, lift up your voice. Welcome to another episode, a little different episode of the People Powered Planet Podcast, where each week we bring together amazing solutionaries and we talk about how to solve some of the crucial problems of the world. There are so many uh, programs about the terrible things in the world, and I was part of creating one of those, a small part, but I uh, was the nuclear war researcher for the day after the movie that showed the devastating impact of nuclear war. And another podcast, we interviewed the director and others and showed how that scared Ronald Reagan into deciding we couldn't fight and win a nuclear war. And we had to, had to have arms agreements with the Soviets. But now the world is again plunging in that direction because we haven't built an alternative. We, we know what we're scared of, but we haven't built the attractor that will pull us into the positive future we want to build. And so there are two levels at which we're doing that. One at the top level to rise above the nations that divide us and to create a way that, as Gary talks about, we can create a people-powered planet. <laughs> but the other part is starting very much at the, at the beginning, starting with kids, with educating them, with, with teaching them the tools to handle conflict in better ways than violence. So uh, back in the late 1980s, when I uh, decided to leave my work at the Center for Defense Information, where we were doing great work exposing all the terrible things in the world, but they weren't interested in working on the visionary side of it. So I, I uh, uh, created my own organization, Future Wave. And the WAVE stands for Working for Alternatives to Violence Through Entertainment. And what occurred to me <laughs> was that you know, we had Paul Newman on our board and, you know, we could lobby Congress, we could put out flyers, we could march till we're blue in the face. But unless we can shift that basic culture, that basic culture, which is which is feeding the violence, there wasn't any hope. And almost every TV show and every movie repeats that old theme, that old uh, uh, myth, which we called. I wrote an article about this called the myth of the hero with the big, big gun. If you go to uh, E-Arth, A-R-T-H, like Arthur, but it also spells Earth, you'll see that uh, there's a, uh, uh, a powerful article about the, how this myth has fooled us. We think that violence is powerful, and yet again and again and again, it always fails. We decided that we needed to create a new way from the bottom up to help shift our culture of violence to a culture of peace. So uh, I, I engaged a researcher, uh, John Darnell, a, a, a PhD, and Dr. Darnell and I read over 50 books on conflict resolution. And we distilled those, we kept trying to distill them, distill them down to what are the key essential points? And we came up with 15 essential points, but that was still, we tried that out on kids and stuff, still too much for people to remember and grasp. We finally boiled it down to 10 essential points and then we began to develop an acronym for that. I developed an acronym called Bullyproof. And Bullyproof stands for the key steps to handle conflicts in more effective ways than violence. We created uh, a program called Bullyproof. And Bullyproof uses 10 animal characters to give us the essential tools for handling conflict in better ways than violence. And so, uh, brave bust out bear 
tells us how to bust out of the conflict. He says, bust, bust out of the fighting trap. You know, bullying's not where it's at. We need to create, it says, bust out from the fighting trap, break away from the current prey. When temper's cool, then make your play. And understanding unicorn says, uh, understand, understanding is the magic that clears up hurts and, and prevents things tragic. Listen with your heart as well as your ears. Behind loud anger, hear doubts and fears. And loving lion, love the doer, if not the deed. Look for the good, the inner seed. Yin Yang Yak says, opportunity springs from crisis. Opposites, they energize us. <laughs> See the advantages and the pluses in conflict. And picturing porpoise says, picture the outcome you'd like to see. Empower the bully in a new way to be. Respectful raven, respect the bully yourself and Mother Earth. In each of these, you'll find great worth. And originating otter, originate a win-win way. Don't make a loser or we'll all pay. Oversee the chaotic pray from a higher vision a wiser way and finally fearless fox fearless strong and way above board the true heroes stand strong without a weapon or a sword so those are the 10 essential core steps in the bullyproof program and then we develop those into a number of resources for kids uh we, i worked with my uh, uh, my cousin Bob Canigas in the schools in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and we uh, we did a bullyproof program where the kids would make giant puppets, and they would use those giant puppets to uh, tell a puppet show that brought through the themes of bullyproof and how it works. Bullyproof? What's that? Come on, gang, let's spell it out. Without you for understand. L is for listen and love throughout the land. Y is for yin yang balance if you can. Come on, everybody, let's take a mighty stand. Elementary school students are learning to channel their violence. Fifth graders at Sweeney Elementary School rehearsed a puppet show today, a play in which characters teach kids that violence isn't the answer. Each of the characters represents a bully-proof shield, like respectful raven. One puppeteer says he applied the theory to a conflict earlier this week. To use understanding unicorn, originating otter, listening unique. And I think that it did me pretty good. I have been getting in trouble a lot at school for my own temper. And as a matter of fact, I'm, the reason I'm not at school is because I was suspended. And maybe, um, like, if I show them respect, they'll have respect for me. Kids don't really like just being, listening to a boring old story. They like getting something exciting out of it. And that's what this does? Yeah, it teaches them a good lesson. They call me Bust Out Bear because I encourage people to bust out from that old fighting trap. Sure, you wanted to get back at that bullet. That's probably the first thing you think of. You'd like to whop them upside the head with your paw. Ooh, you don't have a paw. <laughs> Our traveling puppet show gets kids to really open up and talk about their conflicts with Bust Out Bear and the other bullyproof characters. And you know, don't throw them off. A fair storm occurs. Do something that they don't expect. Shake off their world a little bit. You know what I'm saying? 
Sometime or other when we were kids, most of us needed a guardian angel to deal with some bigger kid who was picking on us. We dealt with it as best we could, but how do you help your children deal with the neighborhood bully? Diane Anderson shows us a program designed to bully-proof your little ones in our New Mexico Children First Report. It looks like an art class. A chance for sticky fingers to create papier-mâché masterpieces. But this class is also molding young minds. These fifth graders at Sweeney Elementary in Santa Fe are making puppets for the Bully Proof program. Put a few more layers here. Lumpy balls of paper and glue will become animal characters with clever names and powerful messages. The ten animal puppets from Brave Bust Out Bear to Fearless Fox spell out the Bully Proof acronym and give kids an easy way to remember how to handle conflict. Pediatrician Deborah Hall is volunteering for Bully Proof because she sees a lot of hurt children, both physically and emotionally. I came to believe that trying to prevent those kinds of things from happening, um, prevent hurt from happening to children, was equally important or more important than actually treating the hurts after they happen. I, I think a lot of these kids, not just kids at Sweeney, but kids in general, um, grow up in an environment, neighborhood and home, where bullying is the norm. The interaction and the discussion and the knowledge that comes with the program has gotten many of them to think about their behavior, and now they're even actually able to verbalize and say things like, you know, I used to really bully kids a lot, but now I know that it's not a good thing and how it makes people feel, and so I don't do it anymore. Um, I, I think without that program, the intensity of that program, um, I don't think a lot of that would have happened. Hey, did you guys tell me? Remember what happened at the end of last at the end of last session? These guys, these guys came a long way. You want to talk? Has everything always been like real easy when you put this? Yeah. No, no, not really. Not really. And I don't One of the coolest things about this puppet, besides the way that it actually looks, is because this is originating otter. They actually had to do what originating otter said. They had to come up with a new idea. They had to take their original ideas uh, and work it all together to come up with a new idea. So let's let's make otter come alive. All right. That's one little example of how we were doing it in the elementary schools. And uh, uh, the principal there, Sweeney, said that uh, the, I mean, uh, the principal of Sweeney Elementary said that it had a quieting effect on the whole school, uh, Bill Beecham, and uh, had an amazing impact. 
and so then we also worked on it with teens and in detention centers. Bully Proof is based on a 10-step conflict resolution program and is taught to teenagers through an unusual and creative rap and roll opera. The play is a good way to learn the message of nonviolence. Once you do something positive, you feel positive. We need the tools to handle conflicts in more powerful ways than violence. And now we are learning these life skills through a new arts program called... I thought gangs were the way that you could get attention and feel needed and get love and stuff like that, but you don't need to be involved in gangs. You can go to productions like this one and you get to know the people and you feel needed and you feel the love like a family and stuff and it's positive this way. Rehearsing Bully Proof taught us commitment, focus, discipline, and respect. How many of you have ever seen somebody get shot? If you find yourself breaking character, then you need to um, do your actor's work, which is, means you have to connect to a violent moment in your own life. And believe me, I know this is not easy work. Because when those things have happened to us, and I've been there, you don't want to think about those things. You don't want to go back there and connect to it. But it's your work to do it, so do it. Thank you. Let's go on. Okay, lights. Where do you go? Good. Excellent. No! chill out or pull off so I don't say things I'll regret later. People don't believe it when I tell them that I'm getting A's and B's now. If it wasn't for Bullyproof, I don't know where I'd be. Maybe like my character in the play, Juan, I'd be dead or in jail. I really want the kids who come to watch this play to have the opportunity to start turning their lives around. I had a lot of anger and hate towards people that had never done nothing wrong. I had a lot of anger towards my mother and I, I can't explain it, just... I, I just, I did, and come bullyproof, I started to think, why, why do I have this anger for her? Why do I have this, these problems with the law? Why do I have problems staying out of trouble? And, and I realized I don't need to have these problems. I, I can, there's a better way. My character was Bust Out Bear, and he, he stood to be brave and, and bust out from that fighting trap. That means you, you don't want to you don't want to have to fight all the time. There's there's a different way to do it. You just got to be brave and, and do it. Uh, we, we got incredible impact from this. So we also did it in a teen detention center. And of course you couldn't film there because uh, the kids were had privacy issues. But uh, the kids worked, we worked with the kids to revise the teen rap and roll opera from their own stories. And what they did is they 
uh, we had them come up with the story built around these 10 animal characters. So what they came up with was one of the reasons one of them was in prison is that there was a fight that broke out at a party and uh, someone ended up getting killed and, and uh, uh, they ended up uh, uh, up in, j in jail. So uh, in the youth detention center, YDDC in Albuquerque. So working on this play, they did this powerful rap and roll opera and they developed a story where uh, one of the kids has a dream that at the upcoming party, there was a shooting and someone would get killed and he comes back to school. He's a little shy about sharing it with the others, but uh, they, uh, he shares the dream and uh, they say, funny, we had a similar dream. They all had this sort of similar dream. So uh, they say, God, what can we do about it? Uh, how can we keep that from happening? And then the next night, they have these dreams where one dreams uh, bust out bear uh, comes to him in his dream and teaches him how to bust out of the conflict and understanding unicorn comes to another kid and they all get together uh, the next day and they compare what they learned and they end up going to the party and employing the bullyproof skills. And as even you saw in that little <laughs> in the little video of the of the kids fighting over whose claws should go on top of the bear, uh, you work out a win-win solution. And uh, and so they resolved it happily. And many of these teenagers told us, boy, we sure wish we'd had this program. We wouldn't have ended up in jail and our friends wouldn't have ended up dead uh, if we had only known there were other choices. He said, we, they said, we've been raised since we were little to believe there's only two choices. Either I'm going to be picked on and bullied the rest of my life, or I'm going to stand up like a man, blow away the bad guys and be the hero who rides off into the sunset. And they get that lesson from every movie, TV show, from their community, from, from their peers around them. It's, it's fight or flight. Those are the two choices. And when they realize that there's actually 10 other choices that open up a whole door of more opportunities, uh, they were elated and they, they, they wish they had that. Uh, so, um, so we had this program going quite successfully there in New Mexico. And uh, we, uh, but we were running out of funding. Uh, it's uh, we weren't we were, we were better at creating creating uh, creative programs and at the fundraising. Uh, we did have one uh, board member who uh, uh, was very very who and uh, who was very promoted very much in her. Uh, she was on a board of the Educational Foundation of America. Wanted to fund it, but she got sick at the board meeting before the board meeting and couldn't present it. We didn't get that grant, and uh, then we saw that there was this. Uh, million dollar plant uh, proposal from the Department of Health, Education and Welfare for a, uh, uh, a pilot project for bullying around the world. I said, that's just our cup of tea. And it had a, when they put out the RFP, there was only a one month deadline. And I figured, boy, that's gonna really, <laughs> that's gonna really uh, be something that I can do quickly and that other people couldn't. So I, uh, I won't have as many big competitors. So I, I worked literally day and night without sleep uh, most of the time. And I developed this program called Village, which stands for violence-free, interactive, living, learning, and growing environment. And we had this program built around Bullyproof, but it also had all kinds of, uh, of other core steps. Each of the steps people had to do, what all the programs were, it was a very detailed proposal. And, uh, and then there was one part of the program, 20% of the score came from evaluation. Uh, well, we, did, we, we, we didn't know how to do the evaluation. So I called some evaluators and they said, well, first of all, it'll cost you $5,000 and there's no way we can do it in just a couple of weeks. Uh, 
it would take us, you know, months to develop your proposal for that. So, so there was so there's so what happened is we ended up having a higher score than all the other programs around the entire country, but we fell down just in uh, in evaluation, and so we didn't get that grant. And at that point, we we finally ran out of money there in New Mexico, and I decided I was going to take a break and work on the the other program I wanted to do, which is create the movie about Gary Davis, and that was going to supposed to be a short-term thing, but that's been 20 years. So uh, now I'd like to try to find a way we can bring back Bully Proof because, you know, we see these terrible shootings around the country, school shootings, and, and the vast majority of the school shooters are present or former students who were bullied or as the bullied become bullies. And uh, it was basically a problem of not having the conflict resolution skills to resolve things in more effective ways than violence. So we also developed proposals to turn these bullyproof characters into a Saturday morning TV show where these cartoon characters of the 10 animal characters, Bust Out Bear and Understanding Unicorn and so on, would have episodes week after week. Uh, but again, we, we ended up, didn't get the, the funding for those things. Uh, so uh, uh, now we want to try to find a way to revive that. I, I also want to share the, uh, the uh, rap and roll opera that I developed because I think maybe we can develop that into at least a, a bullyproof book we can put out at this point. So let me just shift to that a moment and then we'll take questions after that. Uh, so I'm gonna go back to uh, sharing screens. Well, my gal puts me down, some drug crazed attacker tries to mow me down, Nick, trick, whipped and kicked. Oh Lord, why on me do they pick? And uh, so then they say, oh, let's smash him to the floor and so on. They go on bullyproof and then, uh, you know, when the bullies got you down, flat down on the ground, and they stomp you, whop you, push you all around, who are you going to call on? Who's going to care? Who's going to protect you? Who's going to dare? And then this medicine wagon rolls up with this snake oil salesman, Dr. Gunn. He's a, he looks like a big gun. We have, you'll see him in some of the plays if you look at the videos. Step right up, folks. Lend me your ear. Your troubles are over. Dr. Gunn is here. I've got a fine product to wipe away fears. You'll get respect and put a stop to their jeers. It'll make you a man instead of some poor jerk. The name of my elixir is Violence Works. And then someone gets shot and it says, uh, yeah, you got me, boy. Yeah, I got you, boy. I'll kill your mama, then your pa, then your baby brother, too. And you're next on the list because killing's all I do. And then Zach says, you don't shoot, stop. We don't need, I don't need you, you filthy old flop. You can't build, you can't create. My best friend's dead. I hate all your hate. And then they come up with, uh, then they move into learning the, the bully proof. There's so much stuff that comes in with the animal characters. I won't share more. You can just actually uh, download that yourself and read the whole thing. And if anyone would like to join me in that, developing that into a, uh, into a, a book uh, that we can put out for now and, and doing these programs in schools, what we, what we would love to find is somebody who has the resources and the reach to get a program into schools who'd want to collaborate with us and develop this bully proof for into something that could be really uh, a major a major project that could be available to schools all across the country and that we could develop into books and TV show shows and programs and more. Uh, but all those things take uh, funding and resources. And so we're hoping to to uh, open it up to some questions and see if people have some ideas, thoughts and uh, and how we can go further. It feels so good that you see the results. And it was amazing to see that, Arthur. Um, and we do have a question. I'd love to go to Glenn. Glenn, go right ahead. Great, thanks. Yeah, 
Uh, this is an interesting angle. I don't have any kids and I don't much connect with kids, but I can appreciate the, the way of addressing young people's lives with this message. And I it also, I'm also, as you know, uh, interested in, in having a peaceful foreign policy. And it would be fun to, to see how could we have these 12 uh, characters apply to how the United States government interacts with, uh, with other nations to stop our bullying of them. The, your thing is about how kids can not get sucked into the bullying dynamics. And for our nation, we are the cause of bullying around the world. And it'll be fun. And I, I, I don't want to derail from your approach, but it, it just pops into my head to look at it in a foreign policy context where our own nation is the bully. Glenn, that is the perfect question. And I'm so glad you asked it because uh, the, uh, uh, the, the nations in the world do exactly that. They use bullying as the primary tool of, uh, of interaction. That's what war and all these things are all about from the top down. And no. so we, when we want to get our way with another nation, you know, we think the way to do it is to have more power, to outbluff them, to outgame them. And that currently is leading toward, leading us in, on the path toward nuclear suicide, toward the extinction of the race. So it is so important, more, uh, more important even than for kids, for, for adults and grownups to learn these powerful tools and to learn what they what they can do, with, with how they can change things. Now, take for example, let's start back during the Cold War when I first made this bullyproof program. I mean, here the United States had, uh, you know, uh, 50, had at that point fifty thousand nuclear weapons aimed at the Soviets, putting huge amount of resources, and yet they all agreed that these weapons should never be used. And that when you when you asked them why are we making these weapons, and when they put the reason, the reason was to send a message to the leaders of the Soviet Union that if you hit us, we're going to exterminate you. So to send this message, they put all that effort and resources into it. Well, there are many other messages they could have sent at a fraction of the cost, and that would have been so much safer, and that would have turned them from enemies into friends if they had applied these these yep. steps. I mean, take any one of the conflicts today, uh, you know, take the Chinese, uh, you know, shooting down a, and then shooting down their fly balloon or something. You know, if we first of all, you know, bust out from fighting back and forth about it and, and try to get to where we're at, try to understand each other. You know, the big breakthrough that was made and with the Soviets was when we did start to understand each other. The, the, the famous walk in the woods where the government leaders talked together and got to know each other and, and un, undid some of that. And that they started listening to each other. I mean, you know, one side's yelling, the other's yelling, and we just try to, we, we never actually try to listen to, like with Putin, we don't try to say, well, gee, uh, we don't try to understand and put ourselves in his shoes. Uh, how would we feel if nuclear weapon nations were right at our shore, right right, right next to us? We didn't like it in, in, in uh, Cuba. <laughs> Why would they like it there? You know, we started using those techniques. And then if we went to Yin Yang saw the opportunity in crisis, or or the okay L. Look at the loving thing. There was a uh, when Iran uh, when uh, Israel was about to uh, bomb Iran and it was getting really tense. Uh, and Israeli put out this message all the internet: "We love Iran." And then Iranians started putting up ones: "We love Israel." And that started to go viral with with people all over doing that. 
and it actually averted that war. And we see these bullyproof steps actually applied in much more powerful ways. I went to Lithuania, where my grandparents came from, and actually met with the head of the singing revolution, who was their first head of state. Uh, and uh, he told me he was so glad after he declared independence that Gary came two weeks later and gave him a world passport because that's what he, what he used to travel because he could no longer use a Soviet diplomatic passport. Uh, but anyway, um, he, uh, uh, what they did is when these tanks came rolling in, they all joined hands and they welcomed the tank drivers you know, with, 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 with love and flowers and blocking them. And uh, when I went there, you know, the tour guide said, you know, I was on top of this building. We were trying to protect our radio station and the and the parliament from the Soviet tanks. And I'd say, oh, the tanks are coming down, you know, Independence Avenue. And then everybody would rush over there to the tanks and block them. Nobody was running away from the tanks. They were all rushing to the tanks. And the, and the Soviets were defeated with only 14 Lithuanians killed. And they mourned those 14. But compare that to the terrible carnage in Ukraine. And, and, uh, and, and they actually turned away that Soviet invasion. They couldn't invade. There are books about all the incredible power of using these kind of uh, bullyproof techniques. Uh, uh, you know, and then, of course, each of the other ones, the picturing porpoise, you know, if you can uh, picture a better solution, uh, which is, which is and, and if you can respect the other side, you know, all those things, rising above the conflict, overseeing out, coming up with win-win solutions, you know, and being fearless. So all of those steps applied definitely to international leaders and the international conflict. And that's why these two issues merge from school kids to, uh, to the adults who are, to our nations who are acting like playground bullies in the way they interact with other nations in the world. Thank you for that question. These things really do work. And besides advocating for this, we need to be documenting this and educating the public to say, these really are good solutions. Let's do more of this. Absolutely. Thank you, Glenn. My goodness, that's exactly right. We want to um, use learn these simple techniques and it's easy. Arthur has made an easy way to do it and then apply them and spread the news. So now, yes, we'd like to go to Quanta. Quanta has a comment. Quanta, go right ahead. I am going to pretend that I am right now in a class and all of you are seventh graders. Hello there, planetary companions. Welcome to Earth. Now, do you know why I said welcome to you? Because I came here about 77 years ago. So because before I came in here earlier than you, so I want to make sure that I welcome you. Now, guess what? Each and every single one of you came here to make this world a better place. Can you believe that? So now let's talk about it. Uh, John, why do you think you are here? And how are you going to make this world a better place? Et cetera, et cetera. To excite and make them feel like, wow, I'm here to do something very special. Wow, I have to think about that. Because too much information can really, you know, crowd their minds and make them lose interest. Single sentence at a time, make them participate each sentence, not to give them so much information that they get overwhelmed and shut off their minds. 
that's what I wanted to share with you. Thank you, children, for listening to me. Let's go to work now. Well, that is a, a very good comment. I really appreciate your, your playing that out and a little play acting, and, and that's largely what's needed. Uh, you know, we had, uh, uh, we had uh, terrific reactions from teachers and principals and others because uh, most conflict resolution programs, you know, almost become dizzying. You know, there's so many things you're supposed to learn and do, and we need these simple techniques. So, for example, uh, Diane LaRoche, who, uh, uh, who, who teaches conflict resolution and studied at George Mason University, said, every time I get angry, <laughs> all my conflict resolution training goes right out the window. I can't, I can't remember a thing. So then I use your bullyproof steps to anchor it because you know it's very simple, just 10 simple steps. So I go, B, um, well, let me see. How could I bust out of this and come out of it a different way? And you, well, am I really understanding what's, what's triggering my hot buttons? What's, what's triggering theirs? Uh, uh, L, L, listen. Well, have I really listened to them? Let me, let me do this. Let me, uh, uh, when they talk to me, I'm going to repeat back what they said. And I'm going to say, uh, oh, I, I hear you to say that you, it, it, kind of, it hurt your feelings when I did such and such. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, you, you use, use uh, uh, reflective listening to let the person know they're being heard. And, you, and if, you, if they say, no, that's not quite what I said, then you, 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 you work at it till you really are listening and hearing each other. And so uh, uh, again, this is, uh, she said that uh, now I anchor, you know, anchor it with the bullyproof steps and I can remember all my steps to do conflict resolution. And we also had, uh, you know, other, uh, uh, other major uh, uh, comments about it. Like uh, um, one, of the, one of the principals said, months after the play, they were still talking about it in health classes and social studies. Kids would stop me in the halls and say, hey, that play had a good message. We're not into violence anymore. Now, when the students get to a situation that could turn ugly, the song's lyrics pop into their heads. You got to be bullyproof. So they try doing what Listening Links and Fearless Fox taught them. And it works in many, many cases. Bullyproofing works. It ought to be in every school. And, uh, you know, then uh, uh, <laughs> it, it speaks to young people in the language of music that they understand and enjoy. Like that's along the lines of what you said about keeping it simple instead of being so complex. It uh, teaches them to appreciate their own culture and to respect others. And so... Uh, uh, you know, it's a uniquely kind of effective program. One of them was, uh, okay, the Boys and Girls Club. We had a program there. And he said, uh, the director of the Boys and Girls Club said, I can't believe the change in Alex. He's like a different person. Before Bullyproof, he was bitter and anger, angry, teenager in trouble. The play taught him how to channel his angry, anger constructively. It gave him the self-esteem to turn his life around, a 180-degree turn. Now he's an A student teaching others how to bullyproof themselves. <laughs> so that, that's the kind of, uh, like you said, the power of, of taking complex concepts and turning them into simple, something simple uh, that kids can understand and can, can do something about. Yes, kids and adults, it just yeah, make it simple, something you can remember. And when you're in a stressful situation, it comes up and you can use those tips. I think even a president could remember something like that. Uh, you would think even a president. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yes, now we'd like to go to Abdul's friend. Abdul's friend would like to ask a question or make a comment. Go ahead and unmute yourself. Okay, my dear Arthur, I am uh, very appreciate you. I remember appreciate you, my dear friend. 
and joined this program. This program, very beautiful program. My friend, uh, Ghulam Farooq, uh, lesson to uh, discuss to you, sir. Please, Farooq. Uh, Thank you. Bismillah Ramari. There is a question, we are word citizen. Okay? But uh, we are living in the world. Why we are war and killed people? Why we are don't talk with people with with heartly, with friendly? We are going to killing the people. This, this is not best for us. Peace is for all people. Okay, freedom is for all. This is not good for what we are going to making nuclear clear and kill each other people. But I think the uh, what we are doing, what is going to down earthquake, there are any more problem. Why we don't solve the people problem? We are going to killing the people. We don't, what are we doing? In the world, they are our most best country. We I think the all people can help another people. We are going to killing the people. This is not good. God bless of all people. And we are, what are we doing in the world? You're absolutely right. What's going on in this world? Why are we killing each other? You know, whenever there's any problem, we think, oh, the answer is to kill, kill them, kill the bad guys. And it never solves problems. It never makes things any better. Who do you know in your life whoever killed the bad guys and, 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 and lived happily ever after, like in the movies? It's a Paul Smith. It doesn't happen. And so uh, we do have to create better ways. And I know Abdul is working with school children there in uh, Pakistan, and he's uh, taught them about world citizenship. He showed them kind of a, a simpler version of our movie and described it to them. And it's true. When you lift your thinking to the, it's the two key things that will help us get off this path of killing is for one, to lift our citizenship to the global level and see that we're all one. And for two, uh, to give ourselves the tools, these bullyproof tools, uh, to begin to interact with each other in a way where we can build uh, a world that works for everyone. So you're so right. Uh, the old idea that killing people would somehow solve things just doesn't work at all. So thank you. Uh, in response to to the last to the last uh, comment, um, uh, Abdul, I believe his name is. Um, the the reasons for uh, violence, the reasons for um, uh, issue with with peace in the world, um, is outlined in John Lennon's song "Imagine." The main elements are religion, politics, economics nations which is politics those are the if, if you know he says imagine a world with no religion imagine a world with no nations you know those are those are basically the reasons for violence um so you know religion nations economics all those things and there, and there's haves and have nots and conflicts um between people uh, religious conflicts, political conflicts, economic conflicts, um, the haves, the have-nots, the haves want to stay um, having, and the have-nots want to have. <laughs> All those reasons are, 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 you know, why people have, have conflict. Um, 
how to address those is is the bigger question. Well, I, don't and, have an, I don't have an answer for that right now. I'm and, working on it. Yeah, and we do find that, you know, you said the haves, haves, uh, the have-nots want it and the haves have it and they're trying to protect it. But they're actually, that's all grows out of a cultural idea. Uh, in many of the indigenous tribes, uh, your status isn't by how much you have or, or hold or own, it's by how much you give away, how much you help right. others. You know, we need to uh, change the, the culture that says, uh, having more and being the most powerful and being the most dominant is the strongest. Right. And that whole culture of, uh, that came out with male dominating women and everybody dominating somebody else, whites dominating blacks or this color and that color, it didn't really matter which, some of the same uh, companies which are making money off this uh, divisions and exploitation fund anybody to hate anybody in any country so that they can right. keep their control, same, same funding. <laughs> and yeah. So it's not yes. really that they hate somebody, it's that they just want to keep us divided. And when we come together as citizens and learn these skills and learn how to come together as a planet, we can be the most powerful force in the world. We're the superpower. We're the people of the planet. And, and we can certainly uh, overcome these obstacles and save our, our planet from extinction. One more thing that I, I'm glad you brought up John Lennon's song. If you go to the world is my country uh, forward slash rotary with lowercase r for rotary, uh, you'll see that uh, Shekhar Mehta, the former president of, uh, the, of the Rotary International, talks about exactly what you said. He quoted John Lennon. He said, uh, you know, first, these ideas seem, uh, you know, at first people laugh at them, but then they then they they learn from them, and then they then they change and make shifts in the world. And so he uh, he loved our movie, The World Is My Country, which raises our vision to that same kind of vision that John Lennon had. It's not really for in our case, it's not imagining we don't have those. It's imagining we're not divided by those. I mean, we can right. have territorial just like when Europe took down their borders, you still had the territory of this country, the culture of that country. But you didn't have a border between them that you had armed guards and you fought each other and all this. You know, there can be administrative divisions, uh, but we're, we're still all part of one. That's, right. the, that's the way we rise above it. Big problem with religion is each one says, I'm the only true one. If people want to have their own faith, they can have whatever faith they wanted. They just have to treat all each other with respect, with respect and not try to kill people to show their God is better than the other God. And also, I liked what Arthur was pointing out, the domination system where uh, one person's over another and uh, recommending the chalice and the blade if you haven't read it. And uh, let's squeeze in two more quick uh, comments, questions, if we could. This is a great uh, discussion. So we have Quanta. Quanta, go right ahead. Thank you. Uh, I wanted to say to Abdul that I respect religion Religion can be used for bad things, but I respect and see the good things that religion does. So I respect Islam. I want you to know that. The reason today, the main reason today is that the military co corporations that wants to say silah, you know, silah, they want to make money. The more people fight, whether it is in the country or outside in the country, they want to make money. And we have to stop it by saying, no, we want peace. We love each other. We respect each other's religion. And we should not use religion 
whether you you want it or you don't want it, religion can be good, can be used good. There is, we should not be against religion. And I understand you, Abdur. Thank you. Very good comment. And I, I love that. And that's why uh, John Lennon's song, you know, tried to shortcut it, but it really should say, imagine there's no divisions over religion because yes, religion can be a very powerful, wonderful force. Every single religion has some core that's very good and positive. And then they also, each one seems to tack on it. Well, except the Baha'i, I don't know that they do, but most of the others tack on it some also negative parts, which are, you know, destructive and, and, and damaging to others. And somehow we've got to pull out the core of the positive parts of all the religions and find how they interconnect. I see in the chat, uh, someone is mentioning uh, that that at the deepest level, each religion shares common values with others, love, compassion, fairness, unity. That's what we need to draw out in a, in a compassionate sharing uh, of uh, religion and spirituality rather than in domination and destruction. Exactly, Arthur. And uh, now we're have squeezing the very, very last question from our wonderful intern, Tega from Towson University in Maryland. Tega, go right ahead. Hey, uh... I don't, it wasn't really much of a question, just more of a comment, kind of just what adding on to what Arthur said about um, how how like every religion just trying to prove like, oh, like this one's right, this one's right. When in reality, if you look at it, like it kind of goes in hand in hand with like a lot of them just having the same core values. Like if you really look deep within it, like there's there's truth in every religion and every religion there. There's some aspect of truth that that applies to like everyday common core values and stuff so it's just like we shouldn't be focused too much on a different religion that each person has and just trying to respect and look at like a personal religion as this is like who you are like you're this person and i'm not focused on your religion or your background well thank you very much i think that's an excellent excellent uh, uh comment and a very good one to close on that uh uh, that we should respect each other and see that essence of the positive part of each religion. So for the final close, I recommend that everybody go to simply bullyproof.org, uh, B-U-L-L-Y-P-R-O-O-F.org. And there you can click on the various parts of it that I showed you. Uh, the site is very outdated. We developed that, uh, you know, like 20, it's out of a program we did 20 years ago or so. Uh, we would love to find resources and people to help update that. We're going we're gonna to work on that a little more. Uh, but you'll still see the essence of all these programs, and you can still see, uh, you can download the screen, that, that script I showed you and the, and the Bullyproof Puppet Show script and so on. And if any links or anything don't work, please email me uh, to let me know, and we're going to try to uh, uh, try to get this all uh, uh, refurbished a little bit and brought into a, well, the, we knew we knew the bullyproof in a world time when the world needs it so much. So thank you so much, everyone, uh, for joining us in the People Powered Planet podcast. Join us each week and every week as we explore solutions to the problems around the world. World citizen, lift up your voices. Oh, you know we got something to say. All we need is the same directions, heading in one way. One way.